<laughs> and we are back, ladies and gentlemen. So a quick thank you to our good friend, Holson, for providing that wonderful sounds for us. Let's get a round of applause. Some Alara hearts in chat, if you wouldn't mind, uh, for a wonderful performance. So with that said, when we last left our heroes, having reached Lucy's hometown, the metropolis of Boku, one of our heroes started off their trip in uncomfortable disbelief. As they made their way to the town square, Alara was shocked to see a statue of her kindly old mentor, Resilient Vo. Quickly asking Lucy about this, she learned that he and the rest of Boku knew him only as the Sage and was considering one, considered one of the founding brothers of Boku along with Octavo Presage. However, the discussion was cut short as the Merge Day Heroes Parade was about to commence. A parade that happens every year with each of the Senate family's firstborn riding the floats. However, as the Vanderfloat made its way, a mysterious replacement was riding the float instead of Lucy due to his recent absence. The float burst into life, only to reveal the replacement was none other than the famous bard, Quilius Cadencia, or simply Q. And while most citizens saw Q as the Paul McCartney of Boku, Lucy knew him more as a partial rival, or half-friend, if you will. As the parade ended, Q approached our heroes for a brief introduction and slight jabbing at Lucy's expense. And as the continue conversation continued onward, the citizens began to gather around, now making notice of Lucy. And so the party decided, along with Q, to make their way to the Vander Palace. Upon entering the lavish and luxurious estate, Lucy was greeted by the lovely Betsa, his mother's confidant and second-in-command. Ushering the heroes into private chambers to await ladies, the lady's arrival, it was revealed to the party as to why Lucy left Boku in the first place. It seems Lucy's father, Senator Vander, had no intention on allowing Lucy to become an artist and would rather see him as his rightful replacement in the Senate one day. And so, Senator Vander convinced the other senators to make all arts and performances strictly government-regulated. Unless given permission, permission, no major productions was allowed to continue, forcing many of the performers back on the streets to busk. And while this seemed to work out for Q for the most part, becoming a junior senator was the last thing that Lucy wanted. Standing in the town square, Lucy tried to pro pro proclaim his innocence and in what his father had done. However, not a single person believed him. His friends now turning their back on him, thinking that he had influenced his father so that he might one day become more famous and wealthy. Lucy begged the people, but none believed him, cursing him with the nickname the Town Crier. With no hope and no, no one left to turn to, Lucy left Boku on his worst day. It was also sitting in the room where Q explained to Lucy about their old mutual acquaintance, a poet named Remy Longsnout, having sent word to Q asking for assistance. It seemed a few of Q and Lucy's old companions had gone missing, and without any help from the city guards known as the Collectors, Remy looked to Q for assistance. However, the conversation was once again cut short as Lady Vander finally appeared. What was to follow was a bit of an awkward conversation between uh, her and Alara, mostly about her relations with her son. Lady Vander also explained to the party that Senator Vander and Lucy's old tutor, Maxon, had left for the city for an important diplomatic meeting, but would be returning in a few days. 
But while they were there and waiting for their arrival, our heroes were invited to the siblings' ball. High-class gala that only Boku's finest could attend. And after a short dressing montage, the party was ready for the ball. And as they reached the Senate Tower, the festivities were just about to commence. A gift was given, a few dances offered, and I'm sure with this party, many, many drinks were had along the way. And so, our story continues. As you all continue to enjoy yourselves underneath the golden glowing orbs that seem to rain down tiny flecks of golden light, Lucy and Quill continue to dance. However, metaphorically speaking, this seems more of a tango than a waltz, per se. Dancing face to face, they look into each other's eyes. Lovely night, isn't it? I, I suppose, if not a bit foreboding, given recent circumstances. Well, with good company, it makes it all the more lovely. And he kind of glances back towards Alara. Lucy will look over um, at Alara and look back to Quill and just like after seeing her doing her little dance, it's like, quite, yes. <laughs> I'm gonna kind of get closer in the dance and like almost cheek to cheek, kind of. Okay. And so, tell me about her. Well, <laughs> she's certainly a, a free spirit. Bit rough around the edges, um, though completely oblivious to those edges. <laughs> uh, but she means well. I'm sorry, were you describing yourself or were you describing Alara? I'll just kind of like, since he's talking to the side of my face, just shoot him like a sharp <laughs> eye on in the corner. <laughs> Listen. How do you feel about her? Where is this coming from, Q? Just a place of love, and then I'll just kiss him on the cheek. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give him one of my famous light friendship slaps. <laughs> just say, I'll let you know as soon as I know. Insight check. <laughs> you can. <laughs> Let's do it. You want to roll against my deception? <laughs> Go right ahead. Okay. Ooh, deception. Ooh. Are you being deceptive? Who knows? Ooh. <laughs> Who knows? Oh, that was nice. Okay. I have a contingency plan. Oh, wait. I can just roll my. Actually, before you do D &D an Beyond. insight. I'm going to roll it on DD. Before you do an insight check, check, make a persuasion check for me, Q. Okay. Can you guys see it? Nope. 11. 11. So as you uh, make eyes towards Lucy, implying that this is just between the two of us, 
Lucy gives back almost a, a poker-faced smile towards you with a little bit of a wink, stating he himself is unsure at this point. I will kind of distance myself, kind of like his face here, kind of face to face <laughs> and stare into his eyes. <laughs> Do you like her? And then I'm going to cast Detect Thoughts. <laughs> That's the same? <laughs> wow. Uh, for the sake... Use it. It is what, used. <laughs> what is what is your spell DCQ? Um, you told me the attack or the DC is fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, Lucy, go ahead and make a an intelligence saving throw for me. Shit, I was hoping it'd be charisma, but all right. <laughs> As you muster up the uh, the courage to stare back into his eyes, you feel a little bit more empowered. Luckily enough for you, you have been granted advantage. Okay, that was a six. So... <laughs> and an eight. Okay. <laughs> um... So I suppose what you would detect is that Lucy fancies her. With that. And is like interested. With that staring intensely daggers into his eyes. By the way, while you're doing that, Lucy's just like. (laughs) (laughs) He's just kind of stare for a moment. And then lean back in (laughs) really close and kind of just whisper. Don't miss out on a good opportunity. I, for one, know that life is very short and the opportunities to confess one's love eventually run out and then it's gonna kiss him on the cheek one more time (laughs) and then separate and then kind of slowly let go his hand and then kind of motion over to Alara alright Lucy will look back over his shoulder again (laughs) to see Alara and Eli I'm assuming still doing their their move yeah at this point in time it, it's it's almost become a little bit of a almost a group dance where not necessarily the typical circle in the in in one of the fancy nightclubs i keep hearing about but you can absolutely see from uh, from your angle that eli and alara are busting out a move together pavo seems to be doing backflips on the dance floor shade is nowhere in sight surprisingly neither is tricks Oh no, that's not true. Trix is dancing with Ollie at this point. Okay. Uh, Lucy's gonna kind of hype himself up, like, <sighs> and just start walking over to Eli and Alara. Are y'all chatting with each other or just dancing? We're just dancing. 
Hey, Lucy. What's up, Lucy? <clears throat> How was your dance with Quill? <laughs> Enlightening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's a bit weird like that. Um, I hate, I would hate to break whatever this is up, um, but may I? And he'll reach his hand out with like one behind his back, very proper, like to uh, Alara. I'm sort of looking at Eli for permission. <laughs> Yeah, go for it. Have okay. you guys seen? Have you guys seen uh, tricks? Then he's gonna look around and see if he can find her. Okay, I'll just, take Lucy's hand. Can I hear her? Oh, right, and I'll lead her back to sort of where that circle was or whatever, and attempt to start waltzing. Lara <laughs> hmm. is trying to be <laughs> so perfect. <laughs> I would say make a performance check, my friends, but there is an icon above your head right now. As oh, it sure is. <laughs> as Lucy begins to uh, attempt to twirl her around, he seems to stumble over his two feet, potentially a little nervous at this point in time, as he falls forward a little bit. Man, it would have been yeah, a 17, it. too. They <laughs> were good at dancing. I thought you knew how to dance. Um, I, I'm just a little rusty. Okay. Uh, forgive me. Well, Can I'm we... really rusty. Oof. I don't know anything, so it's all good. As I'm dancing, can I inspect how tricks? like I'm leading tricks, but can I inspect how she's dancing if, she, if she's picking it up well enough? Uh, sure. Tricks make a performance check for me. <clears throat> Eight? As you swirl Oops. her, as, as, she, as you swirl her around on the dance floor, Tricks, you're taken aback by just how well of a dancer Ollie seems to be. Ollie, you keep hearing the tinking of metal now and again, unsure where exactly it's coming from. And when you realize you look down as Trix continues to just clomp on your feet as you move. <laughs> you know, it's really just all in your mind. If you just let yourself not think about it and let just allow me to lead you, it's really not that hard of a dance. You'll pick up a, in no time how to dance. Okay, okay, I got this, I got this. I'm good with my hands, I could be good with my feet too. No, give it another go. Right <laughs> All right, go ahead and give me one more performance check with advantage this time. Okay. Ooh, 26. Taking your cue, Ollie, she finds her rhythm and it becomes in perfect step as you all watch 
more individuals seem to be gathering gathering around, watching both Trix and Ollie, and now Lucy and Alara. Lucy now having finding his footing once again, being the proper son of a senator, is easily able to whirl Alara down around on the dance floor. Naturally, her dress begins to sparkle underneath the, the light, almost appearing like flecks of light are dancing off her dress as well. There you go. See, you didn't know it, but you're a very lovely dancer. Oh, thank you. Well, apparently learned from the best. Where did you learn to dance like this? I've, you know, been in a few towns with a few dances, and I just kind of picked it up as well, you know? Really? No one taught yeah, you? Uh, it's kind of the same way you're learning right now. You just kind of follow along and you'll pick it up. I have really good memory for this type of thing, you know? Okay, okay. All right. And I'll just um, keep my head hey, down Lucy. and just keep dancing. Yes. Um, do you think we can, like, sort of dance a little bit away from the rest of the group? I suppose. <laughs> and he starts, like, while still dancing, just, like, kind of dancing in directions away from the rest of the group. <laughs> I think, I think we need to talk, um, there's some drama that I think I know, I, I know it pretty much started it. It's definitely, my, <laughs> definitely my fault. And, like, so here's the thing, so your mom is really lovely but she was also asking me sort of things like you know my intentions with you and like mm. she brought up babies and like i know this is totally my fault because you know i called her and sometimes i th say things without actually thinking about any consequences and i didn't think about any consequences i'll start like kind you. of hushing her down <laughs> i'm sorry I, maybe I don't know just to for tonight we don't think about any of that um and thank you, honestly, because being back here has brought up a lot of unpleasant memories, and it's just nice to have the company of someone I can be myself around. And he'll just pull her in a little closer so that he's not facing her and just start, just continue dancing. <laughs> yeah, you know, I just want to say, because I guess this is the first time I'm talking to you, just... <laughs> 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 I just want to say I like your outfit. I think you look really handsome tonight, and I think the red really suits you because it just shows you're you're coming into your own person. I can see that your family color is green, and now you're being your own you, and I think that's a really nice moment for you. And also, I really like your your red stripe the best. Do you know why? Why is that, Alara? Because we match now. I suppose we do. <laughs> it just sighs. That was way too adorable for my liking. Uh, immediately, right. Let's it kill drops through the ceiling and begins to ravage the entire party. Yeah. While the two companions seem to be dancing away, um, 
Eli, you begin to to look around, taking note uh, that Trix is in the midst of dancing with Ollie. So you decide to just wait your turn for just a, a moment, maybe till the song ends. Meanwhile, out on the balcony, Shade, what are you doing, my friend? As, as I was smoking my cigar, looking the like, uh, enjoying the view. Uh, after a while, I realized that this spot is way too fancy for me. Probably it's time to head out. As you some place where, where there was a little bit more action, like a tavern or something. Absolutely. As uh, as you uh, put the cigar out on the rail, an interesting character walks up to you. He's got a large top hat with what looked to be goggles on the front of it. He is uh, a little portly, but not too bulgy in any way, shape, or form. His long red jacket has a gold piping, thick gold piping, right down the center. It has long tails hanging out the back of it, and he carries an interesting cane with what look to be two gears attached at the very top, made out of what you would see as either gold or something similar to that in nature. He approaches you. Ah, oh, my friends. It seems you're enjoying your night as much as I am. Yeah, this, these are not my, my type of entertainment, let's say. But the food is good. The drinks are good. They do throw a little bit of a party when it comes to the drink and food of these type of evenings. However, this isn't really my style either. You seem a little bit more of a ruffian, per se, if you don't mind me saying that. I guess you could say that. Well... I'm less polished. Are you ever in need of sport or money, per se? Oh, I'm always on the lookout for a good job. This is more of sport. Sport. Do tell. My friend, I believe that the purest form of expression isn't this dancing around, but pure hand-to-hand -hand combat. Would you not agree? I would agree with that. I thought you would. Well, if you're ever in the marketplace and are interested in maybe showing your expression, there is a little tavern there that I know of. It is called The Stream. Stream. I welcome the you there and any type of friends that you might have. And we'll see just how expressive you are. <laughs> Sounds like a interesting and fun evening. Oh, it is. It is. But, like you, I must be heading out shortly. I thought just on perchance that you might be interested in something along those lines. 
I might ask. Consider it a type of scouting, if you will. If I ever make my way to the stream, should I be asking for anybody special there? He tips his hat towards you. Just ask for Cross. I'll be there. Cross. Make sure to make my way down there at some point. As the figure turns, he taps the cane to his hat one time. And as he does, a little bit of a glow seems to emanate from the top of the cane. A quick flash and a wisp, and the man is suddenly gone. Be heading up myself in a more regular way, I guess. As you kind of stare off curiously at the now blank space where the man once stood, you hear the most recent song coming to an end within the ballroom. As Ollie and Trix bow and curtsy to one another, Alara and Lucy do as well. At this point in time, Eli has been standing close to the sitting or the, the seating arrangement that was put out that you had already been to. The song now ends, and your companions walk back over to the table. Everyone there, including Eli. Eli has been kind of standing there a little bored for the last couple minutes. Shade has now started to make his way. Could he have been scoping, looking around, seeing <laughs> if there are any unattended handbags or jackets in the meantime? Intently looking for something, I would say go ahead and make an investigation check for me. Okay. How we all go to jail? Twenty-two. Oh 22. man, I got diplomatic immunity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tempted to give you inspiration myself, my friend. You're from <laughs> Eli. As you look around the room, there doesn't seem to be a lot of loose articles that seem to be sitting on tables or chairs or anything along those lines. However, looking at the bar rail proper, you see a older gentleman, probably you would guess late 50s, early 60s, a very snarled look on his face. He's got a, a long nose that uh, doesn't do him any compliments. A little bit of furrowed gray hairs that kind of stick out to the side. And there's two things that you notice predominantly by this man. One, he wears very fine jewelry, as well as, from what you can see, a very plump coin purse on his belt. The other thing you notice is he sways back and, so back and mm. forth as he bitterly argues about something with the bartender. Okay. I'll look, I'll nudge Spike and I'll be like, you see that? 
and I'll gesture over to the old man. Spike, you look down to, and somehow he has a mound of food now seated on the, in front of the plate as he <laughs> gobbles it down. <laughs> he looks over to the man, and although a Grogu has no ability to smile, you can see it form in his eyes. I'll just go like this to him and tell him, keep eating for now. He keeps eating. Okay. And then I'll uh, say hey to everybody as they come back up to the table. Hey, Eli. Hello. <laughs> hey, everyone. <laughs> hey, Quill. Hi. Thanks for leaving me stranded on the dance floor. Well, I didn't leave you stranded. I was just yeah. simply uh, acquiring Lucy for you. Oh, all right. Wire. Oh, <laughs> for me. Okay. Well, thank you. Subtlety, old friend. Subtlety. <laughs> hey, Lara, why did you need to acquire Lucy? I she was just... concerned that he looked like he was bored, and so I took it upon myself to go retrieve him, and uh, so that they could dance. That's all. See, I just stumbled into the nicest party when I traveled to Trellis. I'm, I'm just so happy with my friends. Oh, okay. oh. <laughs> tossing the hat back to the middle of the table, sitting down oh. and getting some more drinks. I'll just collect that again. Oh, oh those, those dance ahead. moves. Sorry. <laughs> Go for it. It's all yours. Go for it. I've never seen dancing like that before. The only type of dance I know. Oh, really, bad. <laughs> I, I don't know. The only With what you got. word I can describe it is it's like you absolutely just broke it down. I don't oh, know. <laughs> I did maybe, see another. Maybe that's what we call it. You invented break dancing. <laughs> that's canon. Well done. Avo, the seen, inventor of breakdancing. <laughs> I have seen one other dance. I have seen one other dance in my travels, Pavo, that might actually interest you. Um, it's it's the bird. Oh have you have you heard? <laughs> have you about heard? the bird? Oh, please tell me. Oh. Sorry, the people I learned it from, they, they told me everybody heard that the bird is the that word. Is the word. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the universe is immensely apologizes to Chad. <laughs> Keep that in mind for future references. Thank you very much, Ollie. I think I think you should demonstrate, Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh no! I I almost rusted my joints on the dance floor just now. That was it was a lovely dance tricks. Thank you for being my partner. Oh, you're most welcome. Eli will tap the seat beside him to get tricks to sit down. Oh, I'll go over. Hey, hey. So, so far. I noticed this guy over there by the bar. Yeah. He's all decked out. He looks really drunk. 
He does. He does. What do you think? Oh, yeah. I'm afraid all these rich people got some crazy spells with, like, anti-theft, all that kind of nonsense. Or else how do they stay so rich? Ah, uh, I don't know. People just know not to mess with them. But the thing is, they won't know that we messed with them. I'm hoping so. Well, he looks like he's really into talking right now. He's all wrapped up in his drunk conversation about some nonsense. So I'm thinking we distract him. Maybe yep. we can even figure out if he's got like some anti-theft stuff. Yeah. The conversation, cause we look all bougie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. And then okay. one of us slips in. How does bougie mean? <laughs> He's got a crazy <laughs> coin purse. Let's yeah, see if I perceive this conversation. No, no, I'm, ass I'm assuming that like everyone has their side conversations. And no I'm not one's talking really to anybody. Attention. I'm just watching people. Can I see if I perceive this? Because I'm not going to help. I'm, I mean, I don't really care if anybody hears, except for maybe Quill. Quill, I would probably try to hide it from, but everybody else I would be okay with. Can I perceive? Yeah. Uh, All right. Yeah, sure. I Why would. not? Give a perception okay. check for me. <laughs> You're making a lot of sound. <laughs> you see it? I rolled it. Oh, oh it's 15. It's on D&D Beyond. 15. Okay, so just just for future reference, I I can't see D and D Beyond. Oh, okay. So I, we 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 are we're in the trust circle right now, my friend. So whatever you decide to roll with, whether it be your dice, whether it be your mind, whether you well, maybe not. <laughs> I rolled a twenty. He's, I rolled He's getting that twenty all night long. Just, Weird. Every time I, I rolled, rolled a seventy-two. Oh my god! I, I don't even know how I did that. Amazing. <laughs> Yes, it is 15. Uh, from where you're standing, you can see the two of them conversing about something. Uh, they continue to look over at the bar, but it's a little too muffled at this point to, to fully see know what they're talking about. Fine. No bardic inspiration for you, then. <laughs> hey! <laughs> moves closer. Um, <laughs> what if we get I him? really want to steal from that guy over there. <laughs> I sure wish I had. <laughs> Trix, what if we get him a little bit more drunk? Okay. A little bit. Okay. How are we going to do that, though? He doesn't know us. We're just going to chat him up. Well, let's go to the bar. And uh, okay. do some shots and see if we can strike up a conversation. All right, all right, I'm in. All right, Spike, you listening? Good. Good. We're going in. Going in. Would I at all recognize the gentleman? Like, know him, familiar face, or anything like that? Make a history check for me. Can I give him advantage? <laughs> Because <laughs> you know us. <laughs> well, I, I, I grew up here. How are you giving him advantage? Uh, it's a 12. Q, isn't that 
<laughs> Good enough for me, my Just friend. Roll your Good own. enough roll for your me. Own. Roll your own. <laughs> I, Go ahead with it. Right. Cute or or either okay. or. I mean, Lucy I can roll history. yours. Or history. okay, Good. fair enough. Oh, that went so many ways. Sixteen. Okay. Sixteen. Uh, you do recognize the uh, older gentleman. He seems to be the. Uh, oldest, oldest member of the Farbrook family. Uh, no longer in Senate power in any way, shape, or form, as he had passed that down to his son quite a few years ago. Okay. So I'll just say, Q, isn't that Lord Farbrook? <laughs> that it is, and with that I will go to talk to Mr. Farbrook. So does he I choose, beat us I there? choose not to. I choose to stay where I am, given my reputation. <laughs> does Q beat us there then? Because we were on our way. Um. Yeah, he doesn't necessarily beat you there. He's a, a few paces behind you at this point. So okay. as, uh, as Trix and Eli, you become about 10 feet away from... Lord Farbrook. What he's standing like right at the bar, right? Yeah, he's he's standing at the bar, and he seems to be uh, leaning over a little bit with a drink in hand as he sways back and forth. You can hear him bellowing uh, towards the bartender. Ah, I hate these parties. I've been here for far too long. <sighs> All these young people dancing about. It's a waste of everyone's time. Okay. in the future. I... <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'll go over. I, I'm not going to engage him in any conversation yet, um, but I'm not speaking for tricks, obviously. Uh, I would just order... I would just order a couple shots, and I want to eavesdrop and see if I can get a sense of what he's about. Yeah, same. Okay. I'll order a drink. Okay. You maneuver a little bit to the side of him. He seems to be perched on an angle with his his arm on the bar rail. You kind of motion up directly behind him, uh, where he can't necessarily see you at this point, but you're in perfect earshot. Mm -hmm. He continues on to to babble about of how this this entire city has just gone to the the pansies of the world if you if you will uh where he remembers in his time where there was true adventurers that walked about in boku now it's just a matter of politics and showing up and celebrityism and just things not that he likes okay he's mostly just ranting at this point all right I'll take my shot and I'll look at tricks and I'll be like, all right, what's the game plan? Um, okay. Youth start. Well, I don't know. I think we just, uh, we just, we just, hey, you know what? Doesn't this party just blow? <laughs> <laughs> He turns and moves over and sees you both standing there. Ah, you thinking that something like this isn't entertaining? Well, I'll tell you, in my day, 
There were actual heroes and heroines around this party, not just these numbskulls that parade themselves around like they know something. It's absolutely ridiculous. I you do seem a little prissy around here, I gotta say. Uh, yeah. I agree with you entirely, but looking at your attire, I, you're probably just another one of them, aren't you? Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not be too quick to judge. We've had our share of adventures. Yeah, oh, you've had your tire. share of adventures? Well, I've had my share of adventures as well. I was quite the adventurer in my day. And then I took an arrow to the knee. Oh, <laughs> that's the worst. It was. It was. I have to walk around with a cane for the rest of my life. Are and you from actually Goku? pulls up a cane. Originally, yes, yes, mm. I am been here all my entire life, as my family has for so long before that. What do you do here? What line of work are you in? Work? Work is for the underlings and the laborers of this town. Mm. I have no need for work. My family is rich. Why should I bother? Passes the time. Is Quill there? Because I thought Quill was walking up too. He's he's slowly beginning to approach, yeah. You want a drink? Let me get you a drink. No, 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 no. The, the old guy, the old guy. I already have a drink, thank you very much. You want another drink? No, no, no. I can order my own drinks, thank you very much. I'm not senile at this point, as my son continues to t imply. Who's your son? Not the brightest one, are we? I am Lord Farbrook. My son is Senator Farbrook. Hmm. As You'll well be as his... We're new around here. Ah, of course, of course. Well, what do you do around here? We just arrived today. We haven't been doing much. Seeing so the sights, saw you the do? parade just today. Walk around like a, uh, a bunch of ninnies? Didn't I just tell you we were adventurers? We're adventuring. Takes ah. you place to place to place. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Tell me about do these want... adventures. You know what? I would love to. I'm just going to grab another drink, and I'll go turn back to tricks, and I'll order a couple more drinks at the bar. Uh, as you turn towards the bar, Quill, you begin to approach onto the bar rail. Oh, Lord Farbrook. How is retirement treating you? Lord Farbrook looks over to you and snivels a little bit. <clears throat> ah, yes. Quillius. Uh, just fine, I assume. I am you not assume, surprised to you see you here. Your retirement. My retirement is none of your concern. I am still well-bodied and abled and right of mind, as he kind of sways right. a little bit more. Mm, that's good to hear, because word on the street is that you've, well, become a bit senile in your what? retirement. What? Who's I been saying these rumors? <laughs> I just heard it. You've been talking Take to more. Take them, Farbrook. Take them. He looks back to Trix. Okay, sure. Yes. I could take you here now. 
Look at those arms. They probably oh, yeah. uh, strings. We'd be we'd be happy to hold your things for you. He begins rolling up his sleeves. Alright! If there's a, a lashing that's deserved, I can take it at any point in time. <laughs> and he starts wobbling back and forth as he kind of tries to to uh, go toe-to-toe with Quill at this point. He's gonna say, my lord, my lord, you, you're wearing much too, much too much stuff. Here, let me hold your things for you. Make a persuasion check for me. <laughs> Bardic inspiration. 17. Roll a d8 too. You don't even need to, but... Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, wait. It's accidentally rolling. Oh, stupid thing. Well, they're both four. Ooh. Okay, so... Oh, so 21. As, uh, as he turns back towards you. You're absolutely right, young man. Hmm. I would see... An adventurer knows what to do in these type of situations. You're lucky we're not in Cross's pit right now. And he begins to take off most of his jewelry Mm. as he places it down on the table. He looks towards you, Eli. You'll watch these for me, right? You better believe it. Ah, good lad. Good lad. I might have a job for you yet. And trust me, we pay very well. He turns back to Quill as he begins to throw his dukes up. All right, Quill, you've had this coming for quite some time, singing your nonsense throughout the streets. Hmm. At this point, uh, can I see the bar and see that he's about to get in a fight with an old man? (laughs) Are you checking to see if your friend is about to fight an old man? Um, Yes, can I see that? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I will start making my way over there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you quickly hurry over to uh, to the side. Quill, what are we doing at this point? Working with amusement. <laughs> You're being challenged by the mighty Lord Farbrook at this point. What would you like to do, my friend? I will cast Hideous Laughter. (laughs) And I'm going to very daintily, like, terrible fighting form, like, all right then, let's do this. Which hopefully he finds terribly, terribly funny as I cast Hideous Laughter. He has to beat a wisdom save of 14. If you look over all his shoulder, you see this scenario in the background over Ollie's shoulder as he's just straightening the bow tie on (laughs) his caterpillar. (laughs) (laughs) The smile on his face. As you weakly put up your dukes, seemingly never been in an actual fist fight before in in your entire life, the man looks towards you. You think that's fighting, boy? (laughs) 
<laughs> he starts curling over laughing the entire time as all of a sudden Lucy is now standing right beside you as you uh, as you start to put down your dukes seeing the curse has now properly taken effect with okay. that I'm going to kind of drop the guys kind of just confidently and like return back to while then... while he's laughing I want to go over and kind of like straighten him up and see if I can get his coin purse so and leave the stuff that he put on the table there. Make a stealth check with advantage. Actually, make a sleight of hand check with advantage for me. And also roll your d8 because you still have bardic inspiration. Okay. Well, did she do? She rolled bardic inspiration on the last. So one. that's. Oh, it's it's one dice. Okay, one dice. Right. Right. Okay. So that is gonna be a twenty-two. 22 as you uh, try to position him and and keep him upright your little tiny fingers begin to move down the side just the nape of his jacket line as it continues to move downward you feel the familiar shake and plumpness of a coin purse He begins, he continues to sway back and forth a little bit. And as he does, you fumble with the tight clasp that's on that coin purse. However, a rogue like you has no problem being able to unclasp such a weak coin purse as it easily comes off into your hand. Straight into the bag holding. And then I'll hold him up and I'll give him a couple pats on the back, ask him if he's okay. Okay. As you try to put it into the bag of holding, make a stealth check for me. Okay. Um, oh, while she's doing this, I'm going to be saying, come on, Firebrook! Trying to be as loud as I can. Okay. In that 21. case, roll, roll with advantage. I don't think you need to, but hold on. Natural 20. Then absolutely you don't need to worry about that. You slip it into your bag of holding without a, a, a problem whatsoever uh, as you position the old man back upwards. He continues to bellow on laughing. laughing. Um, he, he starts screaming out, oh, 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 My back! Oh, 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 my back! It hurts, but it's funny! Oh, oh, oh. Like, oh, my lord, my lord. And I'll sit him down right where his jewelry is and I'm going to start putting it back on for him. Oh, oh, I was going to get you the jewelry, too. <laughs> you're, you're too kind, young man. And, of course, if you're ever looking for a job, come to the Farbrook Manor. I would be... Right. There are quite a few things that an able-bodied young man like yourself could take care of for me. Well, thank you so much, my kind sir. Are you sure you don't want a drink? Well, what the hell? If you're joining okay. me. Of course. So I'm going to go grab him a drink. No, 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 and, no, no. Oh. Allow allow me, my friend. Bartender! Bartender! <laughs> the bartender rushes down towards <laughs> Yes, 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 Lord Farbrook. I would like one of my... No, two of my special whiskeys. Right away, Lord Farbrook. Of course, anything that you ask for. The bartender quickly scurries off, now carrying back two glasses, uh, just a little bit more than a shot inside of each. He puts it down towards you. Ah, 
Cheers to you, my friends. Cheers to you. And be careful. That will put hair on your chests. <laughs> <laughs> he'll give him cheers, and then uh, he'll pretend to drink it. But it'll just, like, wet his lips. Okay. Uh, Farbrook just downs his. All right. You, my friend, are an interesting young man. What did you say your name was again? My name is Eli. Eli. <laughs> Eli. Do you have a last name? No, just go by Eli. 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 Very kind. Mm-hmm. And your friend here, the lovely horned woman beside you. She's at the bar. You want me to call her over? Uh, at this point, you're, you haven't moved away from the bar that much. It was really just kind of like he stood up, turned around, and tried to face off against Quill. So, tricks. Tricks, pleasure to meet you as well. When you do stop by, we, we will have to discuss your many adventures. Of course. And I want to hear about yours. Ah. For another day, my young lad, for another day. But I've grown weary of this ball. I think it's about time that I head out for the evening. Okay, okay. And he yells out as uh, as you see the same young elven woman who was on the float just a few hours earlier scurry over. Oh, yes, father. Or grandfather. Take me home. And... She looks to him, yes, right away, right away. Picking him up, he has, wrapping her arm in his, he picks up his cane, looks back at you. A good evening. And Quill, don't ever fight anyone. Uh, as the two of them leave towards the elevator, if you will, or the, uh, the, the magical lift. <laughs> and he'll just be like, lovely to make your acquaintance. And then that's it. All right. And then I'll wink at tricks. <laughs> I'll look okay. over at he would say, staying out of trouble, I trust. <laughs> look over at who? Me or Quill? Quill? No, Q, because I assume I didn't Q's, see you steal sorry, shit. Sorry, go ahead, yeah. So, <laughs> I'm just talking to Q. That was a close one, wasn't it? Yeah, you were in a pickle. <laughs> it worked uh, out. As uh, the two of you kind of smirk at each other, reminding you of your days of youth a little bit. Eli, look, you look down to your side and see your kind companion Spike standing there. He uh, looks up to you, looking for some kind of acknowledgement. What's up, Spike? He raises his hands to the sky and jingles them as you see four bracelets on two on each arm. I'll kind of like bring him in closer and I'll be like, good job, buddy, but we got to keep that on the low until nobody's around. He's continuing to hop up being like, He'll grab his hands and like start dancing with him. And then he's going to take the bracelets off him and put them in the bag of holding. Okay. 
And then give him like a little, um, like for a little bit. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry. Oh no, it's the other oh, spike. <laughs> As you rub his like head gently, he, uh, you know, pushes up a little bit, trying to get a, a little bit more of scritches in. As the night continues onward, is there anything else anyone would like to do at the ball? I don't think so. Um. Oh, actually, now that I'm feeling so confident at my newfound dancing skills, I would like to just go walk up to whoever's closest that's dancing and start dancing with them and then attempt to steal whatever's in their pocket. And then move to the next person and see how many people I can go around just like grabbing their shit with Until my you get caught. You know, it's all right. There goes that adventure. Okay, so. Um, <laughs> as you uh, begin oh, to man. make your way over to the first couple uh, you see a a half elven male and a half elven female dancing together. You look towards them uh, and ask to cut in for a dance. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I need new dice. While the half elven man looks towards you, he kind of gives a little bit of a frat boy chad-like smile uh and says oh, but of course i've never walked on the wild side before <laughs> Jesus. you begin to dance with this young man as you dance with him you notice that his movements are very pronounced and very defined he doesn't seem to be as drunk as the rest of the party at this point Okay. Since he's not, I would like to attempt to swipe from the people near me, not him, because that will be less obvious. So while you're dancing so around, you're going to try with and... him. And just because, you know, people are all like, they probably like a little bit like button up against each other, like as yeah. everyone's dancing. Oh, yeah, for sure. So it's I all tw sort of rub twirling around. Just, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so the first one, go ahead and first make a stealth check for me. Okay. I could help you, but That's I'm not going 11. to. That's 11. Another town. <laughs> okay. And uh, then go ahead and make a sleight of hand check for me. At disadvantage, as you are dancing around at this point. Oof. 19. 19. As uh, you pass by the first goer buyers, you're able to reach your hand out a little bit and are easily able to grab the coin purse off another individual. As you pull your hand back, the young man that you were dancing with grabs onto your wrists with the coin purse in hand. What? Are we just thieves here now? Gods? Can I, can I see this from oh where I am? Oh my gosh. No, come on. I'll roll perception if I have to, but can I see what's happening? Uh, um, 
I think at this point, yeah, roll perception for me. Okay. God Can I roll two just to know if I see <laughs> this happening? Oh, 22. Sure. Okay. Uh, 19. 19. You absolutely both see this happening as he now is holding Trix's arm up into the air with the coin person hand yelling for the guards. Immediately, um, many of the individuals at the party that were just standing around dancing uh, right around Trix, including the individual she just stole from, all stop and look towards the commotion. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely approaching the guy uh, that she was dancing with that's holding her arm. Okay. I'm getting closer. Okay. Oh, what, what what's going on here? Well, Tricks. this little thief apparently wanted to sneak into a party with the uppermost elite with a little bit of profiteering in mind. He takes the coin purse out of her hand and drops her uh, uh, drops her hand down. The individual that she had just stole from now walks over to uh, to. That's my coin purse. As you begin I didn't take it. He took it. Make a deception check for me. No, and and while she's saying that, I'll put my hand on the person's shoulder who she stole from and cast suggestion and say, can you believe that this man just stole your coin purse? Can I give advantage? Can I give advantage on her deception roll by saying, they're not just any random guests. They are my honored guests. And how dare you accuse them of thieving? All right, Trix, go ahead and roll, uh, roll deception with advantage for me. 14. 14. Okay. As uh, what's the wisdom saving throw on suggestion? It is 14. <laughs> All of this. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's worth it. Oh, he's his vantage. <laughs> Come oh on, man. Oh my god. <laughs> yep. Oh, you're so lucky. I thought that was a 19 by what I was looking at, but it was a 13 as the oh. man begins to say. <laughs> I can't believe this, Rufus. You would steal from me? We have known each other for years. And just as this is happening, the guards have now approached at this point in time. All of a sudden, the commotion now takes over on Rufus. The man whose stolen property it was is, Yes, guards, this young man right here seemingly wanted to steal from me. They grab onto his arms. He yells out, No, wait, wait, it was her. It was never me. They begin to cart the young man off. And I kind of stop, try to stop them a bit and be like, listen, listen, it's been a late night. We've all had so much to drink. Perhaps we just <sighs> let bygones be bygones and just let it be water under the bridge. Perhaps I don't think we need to ruin any more uh, of anybody's night, especially on this occasion. Agreed. Yeah, everyone has their money now. Make a persuasion check for me, Quill. 
Okay, 17. <laughs> the guards stop. Well, Master Q, uh, you're absolutely right. There's no reason to haul him into the jail when we can simply weigh the deed right now. The, uh, they pull out the small scale that rests on their belts, the one that a few of you have seen before. As he holds it out, he fiddles with something on his belt and pulls out a small weight. Uh, it looks to be just a an iron or um, or silver piece, a shiny iron or silver. As they weigh it on top, they hold it out to the young man. I believe that is going to be 1,000 gold. The young man now bitter about the entire thing. This is completely unfair. This fine, fine. He reaches out and grabs his coin purse and pulls out uh, about 10 platinum coins and then puts it on top. You watch as the weights now balance each other. Well, it seems your due is paid, young man. Don't let this be a lesson to you. No more stealing, especially at one of these events. The collector takes the coins and the little weight and pushes it back into his belt loop, along with the coins into a very specific coin purse on the side of his belt as well. We are going to have to ask you to leave, though, as they begin to escort the young man outward. The individual whose coin purse Trix had once stole pats Lucy on the back. I don't care what they say about you. You seem to be a, a very good young man. Town crier or not. He uh, kind of like fiddles with his like jack and stuff. Going like, oh, well, this didn't work. <laughs> uh, thank you. And I'll turn over to Trix and like whisper, we should make ourselves scarce at this point. <laughs> yeah, I suppose we end the night here at the ball. Hmm? What a bummer. I was just starting to have fun. Well, And with the, with one last drink from, uh, from your goblets, to quench your thirsts one last time, allow us to raise ah. a glass <laughs> to the siblings' ball once more. Fucking <laughs> roll oh, hey, right? Quill. Um, what? Why do they keep calling it the siblings' ball? It's a uh, merge day tradition. Right. So, what is that? Well, I don't know if I'm the most apt to explain the history of that, but, well, there once were two siblings, as the story goes, whether it's true or not, who, who knows, those old fables, but there, there was brother time and sister entropy, and well, every day on Merge Day, they come together. It is beautiful, symbolically, and uh, in reality as well. Fate. Okay. What do you mean in reality? Like you see them? 
Not today, oh. but... Well, you'll see. Okay. You see, you really didn't prepare your friends, did you? Uh, I may have been a bit preoccupied preparing myself, Q. I understand. I mean, symbolically, you couldn't have picked a better time to return, if you think about it. I suppose the, the festival creates a good enough um, distraction, for the most part. Distraction for you, you mean? Yeah. Or from you? Precisely, yeah. Oh. Um, but... Perhaps we should start talking about our old friends. Yes. Have um, you heard anything? Anything that might help us? Other than that which I've already told you about Remy, I suppose you should go visit him at the Ivory Cafe. Right. Well, if there's nothing else, where is Shade? <laughs> oh, right. Question. As you, uh, as you look <laughs> around the room, you look over to see Shade standing at the table, arms crossed, tapping his feet, looking at everyone. I thought he left. I also thought he left. Out of game, um, yeah. Yeah, out of game, I thought he left. Did he not? He didn't, uh... Or was the didn't... timing, was the timing just like, that's how it... Yeah, the the okay. consider it sequentially happening at the same time. So okay. he's about to leave. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he looks also, to be still staring at Lucy at this point. Who's around for this conversation? I'm not sure where I am anymore. I thought I was over by you the bar. Would still like, be, yeah, left. no, you're so in terms of everything that's transpiring, um, Alara has kind of rushed over. She's standing on the outskirts of the commotion. Trix obviously in the center of it. Uh Ollie, Shade, and Pavo seem to be sitting at the table, and you are at the bar right by now. By the bar. Cool. Well, we should get the others then. Yeah. And um, I'll start just kind of motioning to everyone around, like, you know, just <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the time to go <laughs> waves. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So as as Lucy kind of perks up and starts motioning towards the, the magical lift that takes you downward, um, unless there's anything else anyone wants to do, I'll assume that it's time to leave the ball. I'm good. Oh. Okay, perfect. Tricks, you don't want to steal, start try and steal anybody, <laughs> anybody stuff anymore? All the guests. <laughs> all right. Oh, so as you, uh, as you all make your way towards the, the magical lift uh, out of game, I am going to go ahead and overrule chat for a quick second, and I am going to grant Quill inspiration uh, as that was a wonderful rendition of the lore that I am actually surprised that you remembered. So well done, my friend. You have received Aww. inspiration Ooh. Ooh. from myself. <laughs> Oops, Aww. not that one. Woo -woo. So 
as uh, as the you stand on top of the lift, it begins to descend back downwards to the Senate floor. Again, the it goes a little dark for a moment as you're passing past the ceiling, uh, but find yourself in the same familiar room once again with the large horseshoe-like table that rests a, a little higher up than um, uh, than the rest of the flooring. Uh, and with that, you all begin to make your way outside of the Senate Tower. And with that, my friends, we're going to take a short break. Um, quick bio break. So go get your coffees, go get your apple juices, your grape juices, your whiskeys, your beer, your ale, whatever suits your fancy. Maybe go get some popcorn. Let's all go to the lobby, in fact. Grab ourselves a snack. God, I just showed my age way too much there, guys. <laughs> but with that said, I'm going to drive the in lobby. movie. Like yeah, drive the movie. The lobby. Let's all go we to wait the for the lobby. ballot to come back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. As always, if you have any questions in regards to the campaign, the cast, the universe, life, or anything inside of it, we would be more than happy to answer to the best of our abilities as we come back. We will be back just a quick short break to uh, do a little bio things. Um, we'll probably be back in about five, ten minutes or so. So stick around uh, and we will be back very shortly. Where's that? Where's the thing? Where's the thing? <laughs> There's the be right. No, hold on. Be right back. Oh, I can't found it. I found it, guys. Everything's okay. We're all okay. We'll be right back, okay. guys. Hang on. That was the right one. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Just ignore what you just saw. If I had a men in black little thing. I got too many of the scenes on there right now. That's what my problem is. So before we get into any of the questions uh just a, a very quick thank you to to questing couch for the the gifted sub earlier to rar thank you so much for that my friend as well as vix draws for the gifted sub hannah minshu welcome to the trippers my friend glad you could join the family woodman 1129 love you as always my friend um and Bards of New York, if you guys aren't already watching Bards of New York, they go live on Thursday nights at 6 o'clock Eastern Standard Time right here on Twitch. So go check them out. Uh, slip quick as well. And D&D 214 Dice, you beautiful, beautiful human being. You Thank you so much for the five gifted subs. Uh, I always see those kind of things and I kind of get blown away a little bit because I'm a little confused why people actually want to watch our silly faces but i'm glad you're enjoying it i'm glad everybody's enjoying it so far so without further ado why don't we go ahead and just jump back into tonight's episode ready Ooh, let's let's turn off the ball music though how about that oh yeah that'd be nice <laughs> i feel bad for chat right now because they've been listening to it like for the entire time so with that said let's just turn that off and go back to our regular combat let's go <laughs> that's nice you gotta go fight that chad <laughs> As you all walk outside of the Senate Tower, looking up at the sky, it's a little difficult to see the stars as there seems to be brightly lit flowers that seem to emanate throughout all of the city at this point. All of the vines with flowered bits on them that seem to crawl up the side of most of the buildings seem to be now illuminating, giving a beautiful bluish hue to the city streets. 
leaving the front doors as each of you leave a little bit of a fleckle of light, almost like light paint chipping off of a painting, starts to cascade down each one of your attires from the ball. As now you stand in your previous attire that you had, uh, that had been transformed just for the event. Eli will be like, oh, thank God. Come on, it wasn't that bad. What would y'all like to do? Um, Alara, what time is it exactly? (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know why I keep checking my watch. (laughs) Watch you don't have. (laughs) That I don't have. What time Uh, is it? Looking up, you you knew going into the ball, it was, um, it wasn't night at that point in time. It was dusk if you will, and being in there only a few hours, looking up at the night sky once more, you can see that it's probably around 9.30 or 10 o'clock. It's about 9.45 p.m. 9.46 to be exact. So does this festival have, like, events and stuff that we can go check out, or what? Like an after hours? Yeah, where's Uh, the after party? (laughs) Is it more fun than the ball? Well, do we need to I'm meet your friend? Not familiar with an after party, but I know Q and I used to go to the taverns in the lower districts after a ball. Remember Q? And I look at him like with like a knowing, like you know, <laughs> he used to. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely know how to have more fun there. That's for sure. Well, we have a decision to make here. It's fairly late. We could either get an early night or we could make our way over to the Ivory Cafe and pop in, see what we can see. I'm going to the best of the party. Out of game, did we rest before? Are we long rested or? Before we got to the town, we did. Yeah. And you also had the hero's feast at the beginning, which mm. gave you the, the long rest as well. I'm down for whatever. Uh, well, yeah, this is your town. Time. Show us around. Well, I am, uh, I am fairly concerned, so I would like to, even if just for a little while, pop in. Sure, let's go then. Okay, so we're going to make our way to the Ivory Cafe. Okay. I will look to Shade and see if he's going to be tagging along. Sorry, if we're going into the lower district, let's go. Is the Ivory Cafe in the lower? The, I assume it yeah. would be actually. Yeah. yeah, so in the in the lower lowest part of the of Boku, there is the what's called the Artist's Alley. Uh, and that's really where you would have both spent most of your time as a youth. Uh, coming up in the artistry world and the performing arts, as it seems like that is the central hub. Consider it like the West Village of of Boku. All right. Hey, Quill, can we get on your magic carpet and go there? Absolutely. But uh, personally, I actually prefer to walk through the lower districts. There's a lot of talent in the streets. Okay. If you don't 
mind, I guess. Seeing all the parts of the town. I'll walk. I got two feet in a heartbeat. Let's go. You begin to make your way to the what you would consider the edge of the most upper district of Boku, where all of the palaces and senates lay. As you continue to walk through the streets, many people stop uh, asking Quill for an autograph, most of them kind of giving a little bit of cut eye towards Lucy the entire time. Um, it seems to be holding up the the walk at this point. Anyone that's giving cut eye... I give them cut eye back, just FYI. Can I look for any kind of like uh, buskers and performers and stuff kind of along the tempting along the wall? While there's not many buskers at the upper higher limits uh, of town, knowing that everything has been more or less been government sanctioned, you know you do know that in Artist Alley there's typically quite a few buskers down there at night. I will uh, sign some autographs, do the usual, and then kind of look around at the party, and then perhaps we walk once we get to the artist alley, and then get the get the carpet. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Playing a beautiful sequential scale of notes on his lute, the carpet once again appears directly in front of you, uh, hovering just a few feet off of the ground. Each of you step onto it, um, and as Quill continues to play, it begins to bounce to life a little bit as it starts to soar slowly through the night sky. Again, seeing the, the city from where you're standing, it almost seems like you're looking down on the night sky with all the beautiful lights that seem to be shining off each one of these vined flowers that wrap around the buildings. It doesn't take long, but a few minutes before the carpet begins to dive down softly towards the ground again. As Quill begins to end his his sonnet, the carpet begins to stop. Once again, just a few feet off of the ground. Looking around, you find yourself back down on the lower district. And the buildings that surround you seem a little bit more different than some of the other buildings that you had seen so far. It is not as cold in its architecture. Many of them have paintings and murals on the side of it, small objects that seem to be attached to the walls and hanging from the windows. You feel a little bit of breath begin to enter your lungs from the somewhat stuffy atmosphere that you had just been in. As you continue walking down the path towards the ivory, ivory cafe, there is one individual who sits to the side of the road, a young girl, probably no more than 14, 15 years old. Her clothes relatively shabby in comparison to what you had just witnessed up at the ball. She sits down with her head down, a small bucket laid out in front of her as she plucks away on the harp. 
beautiful sounds emanate from it as the vibrations of the strings seem to capture your heartstrings directly. It is a soft but somewhat sentimental song that rings out from the harp. I'm just going to stand there awestruck for a moment and then going to reach into his uh, coin purse and see him pull out what looks like a piece of copper and then he kind of holds it in his finger and thumb and kind of scratches it a little bit and then kind of flicks it to to her and then kind of winks at her and then kind of moves along. I'm going to imitate exactly what he did. Just, you know, trying to follow custom because I've never been in this type of valley. Throw in a copper and then blink one of my eyes. Okay. (laughs) Lucy will walk up and he'll, facing away from her, like not showing her his face, will um, put 10 gold in the bucket. As the young girl looks up towards, and from hearing the sounds of so many coins dropping into her bucket, as each of you walk up, most of you who actually put coins inside of the bucket have realized just how few coins there are in there for the young girl. She looks up to see a few of you. Um... Quill with his back now turned, she sort of recognizes from the back, but doesn't want to make any assumptions at this point. Uh, Lucy doing a good job of of hiding his face. However, I will mention that as Quill tossed his copper coin into the into the bucket, you seemed a you saw a, a little bit of a flash of different color than copper. It seemed to be much brighter and almost silver. Kind of like it had a bit of a platinum sparkle to it. You all continue on down the road, hearing the girl playing off in the background as it grows softer and softer as you walk along the city streets. You eventually stop in front of a very typical, almost storefront-looking property. Directly above the top, there is a wooden sign that reads the Ivory Coast, with what looks to be the silhouettes or cuttings uh, of wooden tusks that seem to bend up around the sign. From what you can see at this point, there doesn't seem to be many people inside the window, but you can see a few, and the lights are still on. I'll motion to Quill to lead the way in. And you? Okay. So, yeah, we'll, uh, Lead the way into there and looking for Remy. Okay. As you walk into the Ivory Coast, opening up the door and pushing it open full away, the sound of a tiny bell rings as it reaches its apex within the doorway. 
A few people look up, noticing. Quill, a few people look towards you and kind of nod their heads. Um, you recognize a few of the individuals in there. Not very close, but have seen them many a times in the, in the alley long before. At the other end of the entire room, there seems to be a small stage set up. Very much out of game, like your typical dive bar. Um, just one step up to the actual stage. Just a, a few spotlights that seem to center down upon it. Um, as well as a, a few knickknacks, a stool, uh, a small microphone that's up there as well. Um, and of course, microphones not necessarily wired. However, there seems to be a round end that you speak into with a, a bit of a, a cone shaped around the end of it to magnify the sound of one's voice. Being there quite a few times in your past, you both immediately know to turn to your right as you see a very small and cramped bar rail that rests on the the out, close to the outer wall. Behind the counter, you see a very large older gentleman with a very long gray nose that pulls downward. His ears much larger than that of any human or elf in a very flappy form. Two tusks rest out, rest out just below the nose itself each tusk having two bands of gold centered around it. He wears a very shabby yet well-kept to a certain extent green vest over top of a, a brown cut -off, sleeved cut-off tunic. You also see out of his ears poke a few gray whiskers. Not necessarily hair itself, but just a few strands that stick outward. He seems to be busy turn his back turned towards you, working on something behind the bar. Would I recognize this person? You would immediately recognize this individual as Remy Longsnout. Okay, so he's not missing. Um, Lucy's still sticking to the back of the group, trying to remain unseen. Okay. I was going to walk right up to Remy. And I got your letter. The yes. large Luxodon man now turns towards you. Will, my good friend. It has been far too long. You are looking well. I'm glad to see you. It's good to see you too, Remy. And I see you've brought a crew of friends with you. He stops mid-sentence as his eyes fall on Lucy. His eyes kind of frown or um, furrow a little bit upon seeing Lucy. What is he doing here? I'm going to kind of place myself in between his line of sight with him and and then just... He's here to help. Like he helped last time? We're going to, like, lean closer. He's here to help. 
Very well. Well, if you vouch for this man, then I guess he is under your watch, and I have asked for your help. And to the rest of your friends, welcome to the Ivory Cafe. I am Remy, Remy Longsnout, poet extraordinaire. Pleasure to My meet name's you. Alara. I'm Oliver oh, Sprocket. Go ahead. <laughs> You all just kind of stumble over each other. Oh, hi. Uh, a few too, a few too many drinks in your system. You're feeling extra social today. Well, there are quite a few of you. I'm glad that Q was able to assemble such a group as yourself. You all seem relatively able. We are the what dream seen, team. Yes. Oh. Right then. Very well. Very well. Well, please sit. Allow me to pour you all drinks. I'll sit. I'll take a drink. Yeah, thank you. Please, just sit. water. I think I've had enough to drink tonight. No, 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 no. Pavo wants some more ale. Pavo, yeah. Come, come on, on, Pavo. Don't be a spoil sport. Just water, please. Thank you. Of course, young man, of course. I haven't seen one of your tribe in quite some time, so you are very welcome here. He turns around, grabbing a few goblets and putting them out on the bar rail, popping open uh, a bit of a glass bottle with a cork on the top, lets out the familiar popping sound as he just simply pours it over top almost filling it perfectly, seemingly. He's done this for quite some time. As he does, he continues to stare Lucy down a little bit. Lucy, you begin to feel very awkward, <laughs> if not already. No. Okay. okay. <laughs> Suddenly, you begin to feel a sneeze coming on. Just as I feel like I'm about to sneeze, I'm gonna look up very, like, still very ashamed of himself and everything, and just say, It's good to see you, Remy. Just as this happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right. No. Go ahead and roll a D100 for me, my friends. Let's see, a 59 or a 28. That's, I don't trust either of those. <laughs> Which one do you want? Oh gosh! Um, you shouldn't look at the list. Yeah, you you can't be looking at the list when you pick. I won't look at the list. <laughs> if you looked already, you have to flip a coin. <laughs> okay, you know that that's the fairest way to do it. Um, Pull a D two. Jesus. Here, high or low? Oh, I have Lucy, a coin right high here. or low? All right. All right. Heads will be. What was it? Twenty eight. Tails would be 59. Okay. 28. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. <laughs> oh no, no, no. Yeah, I just killed oh Remy. <laughs> As you uh, tilt back, breathing in, <gasps> you begin to 
let out a bellowing sneeze, your friends and companions almost holding on to their seats, knowing exactly what happens when you sneeze. But just a small choo comes out this time. Okay. You all begin to look around the room. Nothing seems out of place. Nothing strange. Oh, that's that even worse. Is otherwise <laughs> <It's> worse. <laughs> standalone is not animated oh in any way, shape, or form. And Lucy looks just fine. Hey, that, that's not comforting. <laughs> no, I don't like this at all. Maybe this he just you sometimes okay? sneezes. I think so. And that's all it is. Uh, must have just no. been one of my regular sneezes, I guess. Okay, that's good. It's... Don't trust it. <laughs> I wish I could oh, say just... that it was a pleasure to see you, young man. You let us all down. I understand how perception works, and I understand why you feel the way you do. And that's all he'll say. Understand, thank the lords. Brothers Time and Sister Entropy, that you actually care for these people. But of course, you still sit in your palace, or we get less and less coin in our pocket every day. But of course, thank you so much for allowing me to realize what my perception is. And he'll, I'm here and to help he'll Remy. Turn, <laughs> completely ignoring you, he'll turn and walk towards Q. He doesn't actually sit in any palace. Yeah, this has been with us. But all right, actually, really nice person. You obviously don't know him very well. It's it's fine, Laura, Eli. Thank you. (laughs) He walks down to Q. So you received my letter. Did. Well. I'm sorry to have to inform you of this. I'm sorry for having to get you involved in the first place. You see, I've I've tried everything I can. I've talked to the collectors. I've even tried to get in front of his father. No one wants to listen. They just assume everyone is just left on their own accord after the rulings will say. But I know for a fact some of the missing people, they wouldn't have just left. They have nowhere to go. We're going to need as much information as possible. Of course, of course. I can tell you the missing individuals, there are five so far. This has just started to happen recently, almost as if the turn of the festival is what drove them away, or something happened to them. There was, of course, the missing four Tortle brothers, the musicians, wonderful artists. You might remember them. Leonardo, Donatello, <laughs> Raphael, Stop. Michelangelo have all gone missing at this point. Jesus. <laughs> And what about their Grandmaster? Sadly, he passed away not too long ago. He 
strangest thing. He was washing down one of his tables and got a splinter that became infected. <laughs> you want to go down this road? <laughs> and of course, the last... Teenagers. They were they were so young, so talented. And of course, the last, as you know, I consider like a daughter myself. Valandria, the high wire trapezist. I know for a fact she wouldn't leave. She has nowhere else to go. Or she would have at least told me that she would have left. What I can tell you beyond that is just the rumors that I know of and where the last whereabouts might have been. Well, there was the new art exhibit that started at the gallery. That's where the four Total Brothers were playing last. That was the last known sighting that I've heard of them. And then, of course, not too far away, there were, well, when Valindria was completing another high-wire act in between the cathedral to Brother Time and the top of the gallery itself. I'm sure it's not difficult to put two and two together that there's a location that seems to be the central point of all of the disappearances so far. The art exhibit. Yes, you are wise, my friend. Who owns that? As far as I know, it's the Havbrook family. Not necessarily one of the Senate seats, but a very powerful and influential real estate owner throughout all of Boku. I've seen a lot of artists recently, but you paint a really grim picture. I like this one. He's got a certain spark to him. Must be all that metal. And he winks towards you. Oh my god. I'll blink an eye. (laughs) (laughs) So should we head to the art gallery then and look for clues? This time of How night. How far apart were the disappearances? Not far. The festival only started about a week ago for the proper festival itself. Like I said, that's when this all really started to happen. It was the new art exhibit opening that happened at the beginning of the festival, and then beyond that, it was, well, it was. Valandria, who only happened a few days ago. Longer is left in this festival. Well, by midnight tonight, my dear lady, that's when the echoes start to appear, signifying that the time of merge is upon all of us. What Beyond kind of that, echoes? it's echoes. What merge? What? What is Lucy? Yeah, yeah, what? what? Can someone please? What is? What is happening? 
Yes. Yeah. Also, you said brother time. If you want to elaborate on that, anything time related, I'm super into. Of course, of course. I'd be happy to explain. You see, there is law behind all of Boku. We have two faiths predominantly throughout our city. We have Brother Time and we have Brother Emp- Emp- or Sister Entropy. As lore would have it, the world was created from a splitting of these two beings. Mother Fate originally had decided that she no longer wanted to be alone any, any longer. And so, she split herself in two, creating Brother Fate and Sister Entropy. The two represent the balance of all things within the cosmos. Brother Time, that of moving forward, growing, liveliness, birth. Sister Entropy represents the end of things, the natural stopping of time. Hmm. The I stop time for one out of game. Oh no, I'm having a hype train. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Yay. Thanks, Thank guys. you kindly, chat. You wow, are wonderful thanks. people. You guys are awesome. But <laughs> have to bust out the train whistle. <laughs> I warned them. <laughs> As Remy continues his story. Every year the two come back together once more in just a moment of time. Representing the merge is what they call it. A resetting of all things. We know this day is upon us as it has for many, many hundreds of years at this point. Each time there are Echoes of those who previously roamed the streets of Qatar and Boku. Some people say that they are ghosts or apparitions. However, that is not the case in any way. They are simply remnants of times past. You see, time works differently at this point centered on the next few days directly, three to be exact. <laughs> Go ahead, Ollie. I, we all know you want to, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Level two! What? Oh my gosh. Thank you kindly, chat. Wow, you guys are amazing. <laughs> wow. I promise we are so in tune and listening, though, at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I know. Trying so hard. I really am. Hearing everything. I'm like, I'm almost like, don't, don't make me interrupt the DM. Like, he's, oh my god. He <laughs> 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 shit! Wow! <laughs> oh my gosh, this is crazy! <laughs> Again, thank you, thank you. Wow. Thank you everyone, guys, Vanessa. You, guys... you are wonderful. <laughs> you gotta give wow. you gotta give lore more often, Dave. I know. Yeah, right. Right. I'm gonna make a guy blush <laughs> over here. My God, it's getting hot the here. Is just me. Is... 
I hate things derailing the lore train. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my gosh. As um as Remy <laughs> As Remy oh my continues. Oh my god. Oh wow. What is happening? Oh my god. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Oh God! Unbelievable and wow! Can't thank you enough. Um, again, as always, unexpected, un, unneeded, but so so much appreciated. So thank you for your continued support uh, through and through. Love you. Absolutely love you, and please come join us in Discord if you haven't already. We would love to sit yeah. and chat with you there. I should drop a Discord link. I'll do it. Good. As he continues his story. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> As I was saying, I'm sorry. I had I heard a little bit of a, a ringing in oh, my oh. ear all of a sudden. It's just this old age that seems to be overcoming me at this point. As the echoes begin to form, they are they are points in time that are being shared, merged, lapped over each other like layers of time itself. You cannot interact with these echoes. They will not respond to you in any way. However, oh. many of the longer-running generations within Boku have a chance to see their loved ones once again, whether family shortly past or ancestors from long ago this is why we celebrate a rebirth a celebration of all that boko is was and what will be one day has anyone Oh my gosh. Has go anyone ahead. seen? <laughs> just go ahead. Let me just everyone. get out of the way because they earned it. They earned it. They earned it. Just go. Wow. I think he broke his whistle. <laughs> level five. My God. Wow. They really like level. us, guys. They really like us. Yeah. It's going up. Just over 100. Right now. Thank you all so much wow. again. Oh. Uh, so if you see an echo, does that mean they're dead? Yeah. It is most likely to presume at this point in time that they've passed on. But again, it's not a time of sorrow in any way. It is a time of rejoice and remembrance of those that have come before us, have paved the way painstakingly to build our fair city. I noticed that you guys have a statue of Vasily, I mean, um, the sage, um, mm. in the center of town. Yes. Has anyone seen the sage in these echoes? There is a moment where he and Octavo meet once more, closer to the crux. Uh-huh. What? Who? What? 
Uh, this happens every time? For the most part, yes. Where's the crux? Or when the crux? Or how, what, who, when, where? All of the things. I'm sorry. The the crux, crux. the crux of the celebration. Is there a specific place where they always appear? No. They sometimes appear at the center gate, the city gates, sometimes in the Senate floor itself. Wasn't necessarily the Senate floor when they first arrived, but it changes from year to year. But it's not 100% sure that they're dead, right? Unfortunately, I don't think there's anyone who can totally answer that question for you. I presume that perhaps there's some instances where they haven't passed, that they've just spent enough time that their resonance has rubbed off on the city. Okay, that's enough for me then. Perhaps if it gives you hope, if you think about it, if some of the Echoes could also be your ancestors, technically they're not dead, they're just not yet, you know? From the future, you mean? I suppose they would have to be. Hmm. An astute observation, Quill. Anybody have any Bokuvian ancestors? Well, of course. I... I don't know. I might know this sage person. Maybe. You say you know the sage. Fuck. (laughs) I'll look at Alara. (laughs) Hmm. Is she sitting beside me or anywhere near me? Oh yeah, you're all just sitting at a bar rail at this point. But is she beside me in a way that I could nudge or kick her in a discreet (laughs) manner? Uh, no. I'll go like this <clears throat> and clear my throat really, really loud. Oh, are you, um, are you all right, Ayanda? Would you like I, a little bit of water? Yes, please. Oh, I'll take some water. Of course, I'd be happy to. A, I think Eli's just a bit sick. It's just thing. read a lot about him. Sometimes it feels like I know him. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's 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 kind of half paying attention at this point as he kind of pours a, a pitcher of water into a glass or a goblet for uh, for Eli. Oh yes, of course, yes, yes. My insight checker. Who, Alara? Sure. Uh. Oh, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's really it's a 12. Uh, well, mine's a nine, so you know I'm lying. <laughs> I mean, if that wasn't obvious. <laughs> I, well, I just wanted to see if Quill could, I knew, but I wanted right, to right, see if right. Quill could. <laughs> yeah, you know she's lying. <clears throat> as, um, as Remy turns back to you all, he kind of grabs onto his lower back for a minute. Oh. I'm feeling a little bit old today, more so than I usually do. The 
joints don't work like they used to. And he begins to stretch out, giving you this kind of almost like um, an, uh, a yawn effect as, uh, as you all kind of stretch out to give a good acrobatics check. Oh, yeah. Oh, flaming eagle. Let's get those yoga poses, guys. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Spinning penguin. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's my favorite. Spinning penguins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Yoga pose names are so stupid. <laughs> he looks back towards Quill. I'm assuming you can help me at least get the attention of most of the city to, to try and discover the whereabouts of our friends. Don't know what success you'll have over I will, but... I suppose I might have some influence, but... Are we sure that's I think a good with... idea? Are we sure that's a good idea? Well, if they've gone missing, news about that knowledge growing would only send the person into hiding or cause them to cover their tracks more thoroughly, right? That is a good point. Perhaps we handle it on our own. That might be best. If you're willing. Kind of, of looking course. at the Why do you think, Remy, do you know why do you think this is related to, like, it's happening at the same time? As this festival? I'm sorry, my dear. There's your guess is as good as mine. Okay. Perhaps the festival's just a good distraction. People won't be concerned about the lower district if they're all concerned about the festivities of the higher districts. Is it Perhaps not just possible that the they guys just left on their own accord? No, no, impossible. Valandria would have come and told me ever since, well, and he kind of shoots a glance towards Lucy again. Since current circumstances came into play, she has stayed with me here. We live directly above the Ivory Co Cafe. She has not returned. All of her belongings are still here. Who would leave without the belongings? Hmm. The artists and performers definitely took a hit um, when those events took place, and perhaps now they're trying to further eliminate what they see as a blight on the city. Where's your room, hmm. if you don't mind me asking? Maybe we should check it out for clues. You were welcome to go look. There was nothing up there out of place. It's the same as she left it. I'll go take a look anyway. And then I'll look to the table to see if anybody wants to help. And okay. I'll look a little longer. Yeah. I was going to... Okay. I was going to say, I'll look a little longer at Shade because I know this is his line of work. Investigating? Tracking people down. Oh, uh, Yeah. Are you coming, Shade, or are you just going to sit there and brood? So we're going to go have a drink. Can I have a refill before we go? Oh, God. Take your drink with you. 
Yeah. I'll get a refill too. Okay. He uh, pours a, another refill for all of you. I'll go with Eli. Okay. I'm coming too. Just F one. Okay. And then did Trix want to come too? I'll come. Okay. Okay. Again. As uh, Remy and Quill continue to discuss things. Um, Ollie and Pavo sitting as well as Lucy there um, you begin to make your way upward to uh, a small top of the stairs a, a very small stairway at the top of the or stairwell uh, at the top of the stairs the there only seems to be two doors. Um, one uh, is directly in front of you. That seems to be open. You see quite a few apparatuses seemingly hanging from the wall. Uh, a costume that seems to be hung up on a hook. Very colorful, but probably too tight fitting for Remy. I guess this is her room. Just start looking around. Yeah. Looking okay. through things, Yo. see if I see any weird like notes about the time Friday. obsession or something. <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> uh, yeah, books okay. for sure. Like maybe each of diary. you, each of you, go ahead and make a investigation check for me. Oh, yeah. Oh. Okay. You five. Thirteen. Thirteen. Looking through the room, Remy was absolutely right. There doesn't seem to be anything really out of place at this point, which is very odd. Most of her belongings seem to still remain there, all unpacked, um, all in proper order. You do come across something hidden away underneath her bed. Shade, roll a d20 for me. Oh, God. Uh, Don't use your bad dice. <laughs> I've been I've been using D, like, D&D Beyond for, like, a while now. Okay. Four. D&D Beyond sometimes. Yeah, see. Four. Seriously? <laughs> I think you're, you're cursed. <laughs> I know that. Thank you. Twice. <laughs> Okay. Mm -hmm. You find a small vial um, with a mm -hmm. opaque brownish liquid inside of it. I'll show it to the rest of the group. Any idea what this might be? I don't know. You could try drinking it. Then we'll know. All right. Open it and drink it. Okay. Oh, gosh. As you... <laughs> Where is your chill? <laughs> yeah, right? As you, as you pop open the, the lids, you get a faint smell of cocoa. Um, Ooh, cocoa. As you Didn't drink know. it back, you suddenly feel perked up all of a sudden. Much more sober, on point, 
ready and willing to go for the next hour your initiative score is increased by four wow nice oh well we better Jay, hurry up doing? then oh okay. da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> so nothing okay. weird here, eh? She didn't take anything, looks like. She just disappeared. Yeah. There's there doesn't seem any sign of struggle in the room, right? Everything is It neat. looks as though just it, it is a standard room. You think that guy's telling us everything he knows? I think so. Why would I he insight check him while I'm talking to him? Uh you wouldn't know at this point as the rest of the companions well, are upstairs. I'm saying like I guess outside of that, I was already thinking that before she even suggested that. I guess you don't know that. But I was thinking like I wanted to insight to see if there was anything more that he knew that maybe he wasn't letting on, but And to be fair, we're just gonna go we're just gonna come downstairs and do the same thing anyway, now that I've suggested it. Okay, fair enough. Um as um as you continue your conversation with Remy, you can see the the pain and worry in his eyes. He uh, doesn't look to be lying in any way, shape, or form. His emotions are easily worn on his sleeve, so to speak. Um, he is he is in fact very worried about these individuals. Um, seemingly, no reason to lie to you at this point. Well, I guess if we didn't find anything, I'll start to head back downstairs. Me. I follow. Alara, did he say that the crux of the festival is tonight, like in a couple hours? Did I hear that right? Wait a minute. Yeah, did he say today or tomorrow? The actual merge starts tonight, and then it happens for three days. That accumulates to the crux. Right, the echoes start tonight. The echoes start tonight. Okay. Okay. You think we should go there tonight? Where? He said they happen everywhere. To the art gallery. Oh. Um. I mean, we could go check it out when nobody's there. I'm assuming during the day yeah. it's more busy. It might yeah. be worthwhile. We're already up. Shade seems really ready to go. And I feel pretty rested, so... You look over at Shade, and his eyes are fucking <laughs> wide as hell at this point. He Let's just drank. Go. He just drank four four locos. <laughs> there any sheriffs in this town? <laughs> How about wizards? <laughs> I love wizards. Uh, um, I mean, yeah, I don't see any reason why we wouldn't just go now and check it out. Yeah. Okay. Come back during the day and ask some questions if you don't find anything. Yeah. Okay. Let's go get everyone else. During all this, Lucy has an extremely like concerned and furrowed brow, just like kind of thousand yards staring it at the table. I just want to give him a nice smack on the back and be like, isn't it kind of great now? Like Shade's not going to have to follow you around. You're You're kind of a free man. You're just kind of like... Oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I guess that's true. There you go. And I'll just kind of like on the on the cheek. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a little jaw nudge, so to speak. Yeah. I get it, I get it. 
Um, as you continue onward this conversation, Quill kind of looks er, at Remy for a moment, giving a very intense stare towards him. He then looks down the bar towards Lucy, Remy following his gaze, looks back to Quill as Quill kind of nods towards Remy. Remy approaches Lucy. Well, you need a refill? Uh, kind of ignoring the question, he's kind of muttering to himself right now. He said, there's only one person I can think of who has any motivation towards making these musicians and performing artists disappear. And he just kind of looks down in his drink. <laughs> we all as hear that stupid as your... He says it out loud, yeah. As stupid as the recent events were, you were always bright, Lucy. Who do you think would have done something like this? I'll look at Quill. Kind of like, am I crazy? Or... <laughs> you think that it's something that he would do? I feel like I don't know who he is anymore. You know, everyone blamed you. It doesn't make sense. Blame, think... so much blame. He blamed the aunt, and then did what they did, and then you got the blame for that, while you were just trying to do what you love. Well, I think there, there's a conversation that I've been trying to avoid for a while now that needs to happen. Well, whatever this conversation is, if you can find our dear friends, perhaps we were wrong. Perhaps you do have some courage. Definitely has courage. Uh, every You guys are still upstairs at this point. Oh, okay. Definitely has courage. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look over to Ollie and say, let's, let's let's hope that's enough. And he'll look back to his drink. Acrobatics oh. check. I know, I gave myself one, sorry, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's... There is one place to start looking that we're all aware of. Perhaps there are clues or something along those lines that will be able to illuminate some of this mystery a bit further for us. Would be better to have some form of... I mean, I should know. Some form of evidence before making accusations. 
A wise choice, young man. A wise choice. As uh, you all continue this conversation, you hear a creaking on the stairwell. As you turn back to look, your companions are walking back down the stairs, rejoining the group proper. Nothing upstairs. Yeah, nothing, nothing up there. She no sign of a struggle in. either. It's not a big deal. He's he's good, right, Shade? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> As you all look at Shade, he seems to be kind of jittering a little bit, <laughs> raring, revving to go for some reason. Are are you sure you're okay there, Shade? You look different. Yeah. Just eager. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, you should have taken care of that at the ball. That would have been your best chance. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if Shade is ready to make himself useful, I'm not going to stand in the way. Let's go. Whoa. Where are we going? Shots fired. <laughs> I th- we're going to go to the um, the art gallery, right? Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah, we should go there first. Yeah, it's night now, so people probably won't be there. Maybe we could just have a look around, um, see what's up before people get there in the morning. That sounds good. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm feeling revved up after that fantastic feast that Lucy put out for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm feeling okay. Although Fidget didn't have any of that, so he's... He's just kind of curling up for a nice long rest on my shoulder. Right. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. No, he's actually he's he's fallen down back down into the flower uh, that you once had. It's wilted a little bit, but it seems to be making for a nice home for him at this point. Looking down, you can see him completely stretched out, belly a little bit more round than uh, before the mm-hmm. the ball itself. <laughs> Shall we go then? Let's not waste any time. And Lucy, like, pushes himself off the table. As you all stand beginning to leave, Remy kind of looks to all of you. Good luck in whatever investigations you need. And then he makes direct eye contact with Lucy. Best of luck. Thank you, Remy. As you all leave the Ivory Cafe, both Quill and Lucy know exactly where to go in terms of the gallery. Not far, just outside of Artist Alley. Uh, You... uh, Pass by the same spot where the young girl was playing the harp before. No longer there, it seems. As you continue onward, the buildings become much larger at this point. Again, you start to see columns that hang up awnings that uh, spread upward or spread outward in a little bit of a triangle shape. The buildings themselves almost give off a little bit of a gothic feel to them. After a few short minutes, Quill and Lucy stop in front of a particular building, 
a very coliseum-like place with columns that line up the outside. A large staircase that leads upward to the doorway. There doesn't seem to be any lights on inside of the building. No doorway that blocks your way. And nothing that seems to be illuminating the inside at this point. There's a temple right next door too, right? Kind of directly, yeah, directly on the other side, you see a, a large cathedral-like building. Uh, a statue of a very... The body of a very um, muscular young man. However, there doesn't seem to be a face, per se. Hmm. Does it look like Solus? Or like no, it could no, be no, 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 okay. no. It's more, it, it oh, okay. seems from what you're looking at, it's, <laughs> it's more intentional, more symbolic in a way. Okay. Well, um, if we're going to get inside, I think we might need... I'm going to look over to Eli, some help, or maybe your friend. <laughs> I look over at Spike. Yeah, I can give it a shot, but what are their... What are the odds that they have, like, crazy security and stuff? In this part of the city, I doubt they would have anything like that. All right. Although, speaking of security, maybe someone with a keen eye and he looks over at Pavo should check and make sure no one sees us. So we're breaking in. To oh, find lives. missing people, Pavo, it's for a good cause. We're not coming to steal anything or to vandalize. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Let's see what happens. I'll check it for traps first. The door. As, um, as you walk up to the doorway, you begin to inspect the door before a strange lantern light flashes over top of you. Looking back, you see a man standing in green garbs, very similar to that of the collectors. However, he has large glasses on that seem to be shaded in the front. He has a large mustache that hangs out from the sides and a little bit of a hat that rests upon his head. Uh, excuse me there, folks. Uh, what, uh... What seems to be going on here? We're gonna approach him immediately and be like, Oh, thank God you're here. <sighs> I was trying to give my dear friends here a tour of the museum. I know it's closed right now, but I figured this would be the best time before, you know, the coming festivities. Yeah. I think that you could help with that, in fact. He doesn't, he, he doesn't, look to you right at a section. Well, now here, sir, and he flashes the lantern over, now seeing your face. Go ahead and make <laughs> a, uh, a persuasion check at advantage for me. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, 25, not 20. I rolled a nat one oh. and a nat 20. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. 25 right. total, yeah. Um, nat 20. Uh, okay. The collector or wait, city guard. I accidentally rolled perception, but I mean, if we count the roll, it would be 26 total. 
yeah, I mean, if you rolled a natural 20, then I, yeah, that's, that's good enough for me. Um, <laughs> as soon as the light hits your face, his eyes kind of pop open a little bit. You can actually see it above the rim. His eyes go so wide. Quill, is that you? Oh, shh. Yes. Oh, of course, of course. Uh, my God, it's an honor to meet you. Likewise. Listen, I'm not usually supposed to do this, but seeing how it's you, I mean, how can I say no to you? What about this? I'll do you a favor if you'll do me a favor. Absolutely. Amazing. Can you hold on to this for a second? And he hands you the lanterns. He pulls out a piece of parchment. He unravels it, and it looks like there's there's city orders on the front of it. He kind of spreads it out a little bit and flips it over on the back. You wouldn't be willing to sign this for me, would you? Oh. No, I couldn't. What I can do, though, he's going to pull out a piece of really fine parchment paper. I, I couldn't sign that, but I will sign this. This is my paper, and now it will have my autograph on it as well. Oh, oh. No one at the force is going to believe this. Oh, they, you are one classy guy. I'm sorry. May I have that back? I'm going to write on that. As I hand it back to him, it it says uh, to the most honorable guard in all of Boku. If you if you wouldn't mind maybe putting my name on there just so I can show it off. Proof. What is your name, good sir? My All my friends call me Fal. It's it's Falinx, <laughs> but you can just call me Fal. <laughs> <laughs> you call the cops <laughs> on that I will write foul and then I will write XOXOXOXO oh my god you're just such a classy guy well yeah, don't listen don't don't tell anybody about this but I can get you guys in and he walks you up. Come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. Quick, fast, quick, fast. Looking around, he now sees a, uh, a a huge amount of individuals that seem to be leading uh, or up to the uh, to the front step. He pushes you onward, looking over his shoulder now and again, just to make sure uh, no one's actually watching him. He uh, reaches for the handle. And by the way, hello, all the raiders. Good to see you, my friends. Hi, guys. Hey. Always a pleasure. Always the pleasure to meet oh, new friends. Boy. We're playing a little bit of D&D. So hang, wow. to hang out for a little bit. We're about to get to a really good part. Thanks, Keekly Inc. As the, uh, wow. as, as the city guard seemingly opens the door for you, pushing Eli out of the way. You are now, look into the gallery. He looks back to you, Quill. You lock up for me, right? Absolutely. And I will put my hand on his shoulder and you have no idea how much this means to me. I'll never forget you, Fal. Such a classy guy. Such a classy guy. Well, I'll leave you to your evening, sirs. Good. Have a good one. And Take care. He, Keep the streets safe. 
I'll try. I'll try my best. As, um, as he leaves the steps, you all begin to walk into this strange gallery into the darkness. At least we're not breaking in. Music change. I don't like this. I don't like a music change. (laughs) (laughs) As you walk into this gallery, you hear just at the tone, the clock seems to strike midnight. Entering into this grand entrance, you see large statues on display, some towering as high as 15 feet. Most statues are that of noble men and women standing proudly, heroes of legend endlessly frozen in acts of their greatest deed. The moonlight seems to cascade through a window, casting an eerie pale blue light over top, hitting the statues in just the right way that contorts the shadows from what would otherwise be works of art into now lifeless voids. The shadows fill the eyes of the statue, giving the illusion of empty sockets. And while you all seem to be the only living beings inside of the gallery, a small collective of ethereal echoes begin to move effortlessly in the night, performing their tasks from days long gone or future ahead. The shadows fill or as they move along their way, not a single sound is heard, aside from your own breath and the now increasing heartbeats in your chest, as otherwise the gallery is completely still. Those, what would you all like to the do? The echoes we're looking for? I mean, I think they're just... I don't know why I'm whispering. I feel like I need to. Um, but I think they're just the echoes that they were saying we're going to start. Can I hear? Would, uh, would any of this resonate with me? Like, as making sense, or would this strike me as odd? From your perspective, you're, you and Lucy are both relatively familiar with the echoes coming from times past. It is very eerie setting, but being in a gallery, a large opening with statues all around you, it does give a little bit of a, off of a creepy appeal to it. Let's get this over with. Let's look oh, around. Gosh. Yeah. Oof. I'm going right. to see, like, I know they sound already, but while they're busy looking, I'm going to be, like, trying to, like, wave and say, like, hi to the echoes and see if any of them notice me. Let's be friends. As you walk up to a few of them, you try and wave them down, and as you kind of walk in front of one of them, they actually walk entirely through you. (laughs) It doesn't seem to give off any kind of feeling to it, per se. Just a little bit (laughs) of air that seems to pass by you. Still don't like it. Well, I'd like... She seems okay, so... Oh. Oh, I'd like (laughs) all of you to make a perception check for me, please. Uh Uh-oh. Perception. 
Nat 20. I haven't had one of those in a minute. <laughs> I'm so excited. 14. <laughs> 17. I roll like crap, you know this. 25. 23. Okay. A total of 24 for mine. Okay. As you all begin to pan around the room, it's Lucy who sees something a little bit odd. Something catches your eye just out of the corner. Something that you've never seen before in your time. There seems to be an echo standing close to the top of a stairwell that leads downward. It stands completely motionless, very unfitting from the echoes that you've seen before. And while it's difficult to tell, as the echo really holds no color save for this iridescent blue glow, she has the features of a young woman, elven by your guess. She wears eccentric clothing with small baubles dangling from it, from what appears to be a vest. A chill runs down your spine as she seems to stare back at you. Um, since Quill is the only other one who's experienced these before, I'm going to kind of lean over and say, is it just me? Or is that echo staring at us? That is a bit off-putting. They don't usually notice us. Okay, I'm gonna hike up and like, you know, get myself kind of unflustered and like very slowly approach that echo. As uh... I'm also gonna cast light on my family ring as like a little like flashlight to give myself comfort. <laughs> like, <laughs> As you fix your, as, as you fix your, uh, as you fix your vest kind of properly, you you just look down for but a brief moment, and as you look up, the echo is gone. Oh, okay. Don't like that. Nope. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, I'm still gonna make my way to that stairway, and shine my light down into the stairwell. Still very to, cautiously. <laughs> as you begin to make your way over to this stairwell, you're only but a few feet away from it at this point. When suddenly you're shocked and pulled back as the sound of a large object seems to scrape across a cold stone floor. It reverberates through the entirety of the gallery. But being where you are, you do realize that it's coming from whatever lies below. So we all hear that, right? Absolutely. All dart towards the sound? I'm waving everyone over. Um, Shaky hand is all hell. Clearly disturbed. Pull out my spear, and I fly towards his direction. Yeah, I'll grab my daggers. I would create an echo. Hey, look, another one. (laughs) (laughs) As you all continue onward, you begin to make your way down this stairwell from wherever this sound emanated from. 
you find yourself at the bottom of the landing. As you look around, it seems to be a very large hallway. A few crates that are propped up against the sides of walls, some directly in the center, seemingly transport material for various artworks that have come in. There seems to be about 12 doors in total, six on either side. All look relatively familiar, but one. Underneath the doorway, you see the familiar orange flicker of lights. Familiar how? Like that of a of a candle that seems to be flickering. <laughs> okay, all right, just checking. <laughs> Maybe we should just well, go say hi. They might be. Yeah, nice. I mean, well, we're not breaking in, so we have nothing to really hide. So, if anything, they're breaking in and they're. Well, do you want to lose the element of surprise? Can I grab my dagger and see if I can see underneath the door in the reflection? Sure. Smart. I like that. Yeah. Putting your dagger underneath the door. Make a perception check for me. Actually, an investigation check. Oh, okay. 14. 14. It is relatively difficult to see what's happening inside the room. Not because you don't get a good view, but there seems to be a bit of a mist that is running along the bottom of the floor. You feel a very cold chill emanating from underneath the doorway as a little bit of the mist pours outward. Eli will kind of back up and like crick his neck a little bit and then walk back to them and tell them what he saw and say, I'm getting a bad vibe. From mist? No, it's, um, it's not just mist. It's, I feel cold. Shall we open the door? I think we should, we should. I think everyone should be ready if we're going to open the door and, uh, shade. You seem ready for a fight. Would you oh, like to lead the charge? Wait, wait, wait. Why don't we draw them out? Why don't we make a sound, hide, draw it out? Right now we have the element of surprise. That's We'd true. We'd lose they that if we... We could just... All right. I can't really draw. Okay. We also don't know that it's necessarily... Like, I'm getting a bad feeling, but we don't know 100%. Worst case scenario, we open the door to... Non-threat, I guess. All right. Well, Shade looks fired up. Is Shade still there? Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's midnight. I don't know when I drank it. You're you, you still? Yeah, you had time. four hours. You had yeah. four hours. You, yeah. Oh, four hours. Was okay. Okay. Open the door. I'm open the door to, and go in. Motion to Shade. As, uh, as Shade begins to make his way over to the door, he reaches his hand out for the door handle, and as you grasp onto the door handle, it is ice cold to the touch. 
As you begin to turn it, the knob itself, you feel turn underneath your hand against the palm as the door slowly creeps open. So, I did not open it, just open by itself. Let's go. And I'll walk inside. Okay. Pushing open the doorway, you see directly in the center of the room what appears to be some kind of small monolith or statue directly propped on top of it around the, the circular rim of five or six candles. This is weird culty shit. Do you see anything yeah. else in the room? Answer. Of, are, of you guys, are you all walking inside of the room? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It walked in, I followed yeah. behind. Yeah. As you all walk in... Can I come in last and make sure no one's following us? Absolutely. call. As you continue to move inward, the light now begins to dance off the mist that seems to be hovering just slightly above the floor. All of your feet begin to get extremely cold as you continue onward into this room. Looking around, you can see a few crates at the back of the room. But most peculiar as of all, there seems to be alcoves with that of paintings that seem to be hanging from them. Five to be six to be exact. Mm-hmm. Is it us? I'm gonna freak out. <laughs> That's on the painting. I feel like I have to say um, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, Lucy's too scared. He's kind of hiding behind Pavo. <laughs> Subtly hiding behind Pavo so people don't, so it's not too obvious. Mm-hmm. It's okay. very obvious. Can we go look at the paintings? Go oh, yeah. I want to see yeah. them. I'm going to go look at one. As you closest, I guess. begin to look at the paintings, a few of you look around. The first you look at seems to be that of a young elven woman smiling towards you all. She seems to have a long hoop-like rope to her side. A beautiful gold and blue outfit she seems to be wearing. Continuing looking at the paintings, the next looks to be of a turtle-like man wearing blue robes holding a guitar or lute. The next Another turtle, this time oh. holding a wind flute. Oh my god. The next, another turtle, and another turtle to the last. Are these your friends you're missing? So that was five. But there's six pictures. Mm-hmm. What does, what do we see in the sixth painting? We all just zone in on the sixth one. 
<laughs> the sixth painting doesn't seem to be as cheery. A single portrait of a black stone castle instead of your typical trellises or um, blocks that sit on the top jag there is now jagged points reaching up gargoyles of strange volition that seem to sit on top of it and as Lucy looks a little bit closer to the painting he looks directly at the gate which seems to be guarded uh, of that of a typical porcullus cross-hatched directly in between one of the spaces you could swear you see two white eyes staring back at you Mother. suddenly <laughs> The candles go out in the room, bathing you all in complete blackness. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> no one's coming. <laughs> no, no, yep. don't do that. <laughs> moment passes when strangely enough the candles erupt back on again strangely looking around the room nothing seems to have changed but there's slight variations to the first five paintings oh each no longer looking like they're having such a wonderful time. Each of them now have a look of terror on each one of their faces. And looking back at the castle statue, the eyes are no longer there. lights disappear once again as they burst back onward looking at the five paintings each individual now their eyes rolled back into their heads only showing the whites completely of their eyes they hang motionless seemingly being pulled up by some type of black cord that each of them hang from. And Lucy, as you look back at the castle, two tendrils suddenly reach out from the painting towards you. You just have enough time to pull backwards as they try and grab onto you. All of you now aware of what is, ha what is happening. The painting begins to drip a viscous black ink from the center of it, now covering the entire portrait itself. 
almost becoming a, a, a liquid. You watch as two hands reach out from the painting, grabbing onto the sides, pulling something forward. But that, my friends, oh, is a story oh, for another oh, evening. Oh my god. This whole time I'm imagining Lucy's light spell, he just like keeps flickering. He's like, come on, man. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yep. Wow. From ball to terror. See? I knew it was too good to this be is true. why we this is why we do the world buildings on Sunday so I can figure out what I'm gonna do next time <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh so you can use one of you... the monsters that we created together against us <laughs> I was wondering Goddamn if you were gonna pick dweller. up how, how long it was gonna take you to pick up on that one but good on you good on you you horror <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> So for those who came in to raid us, thank you for sticking around and joining us. Um, uh, we do this every Tuesday night, 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And we also have a world building show that happens on Sunday, 12 o'clock noon at Eastern Standard for all those aspiring DMs or writers out there. Um, for the crazy hype train that uh, we experienced for the first time, guys, I, I'm going to have to find something special to do for you because you are just amazing human beings. Um, I'd go through them all, but it was just a, a blur in my mind. Um, <laughs> considering I was trying to do lore, a lore dump at the same time, that was, uh, that was interesting. That was interesting to say the least. How's everybody feeling after that? Are you guys okay? Eli, are you yes. going to be able to sleep tonight? <laughs> <laughs> See, I got my attack dog. Yeah, she's she's sad. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. And Lucy, I'm sorry, but I that I picked you on you a little bit, but you were you were the closest to the painting, my friends. Could have happened to anyone. But it usually no. happens to you. Sorry. So with that said, okay. Holson, the wonderful DM Holson of Legend of Alos, go check them out. Um it looks like we're gonna need you around for maybe one more episode if that's alright with you. <sighs> I mean, if you want to just go under the basis that, you know, Quill just turned tailed and ran at that point in time, we can, we can do yeah. that. No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am excited to be on again. Let's go! <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Did you drink amazing. whatever Shane had or what? What do you mean? Um, okay, well, with that said, I think we're going to wrap up for the evening. Um, I'm feeling a little bit of a raid. Do you guys feel a little bit of raid today? Ooh, feeling a little yeah. raid Yeah. I mean, you got you to pay it forward. Yeah. You know what? You're absolutely right. I think that's, uh, you're, you're absolutely right in saying that, my friend. So, um, we are going to, uh... I've watched these guys a few times. I think that they're they're pretty awesome. So let's go check them out. We're gonna go watch it and check out Perception Studios. Um, lovely human beings from what I've seen so far. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll go ahead and check them out. 
Um, for the, all those again who have joined us and stuck around till the very end, thank you once again. We will see you in the next one. And as always, adventurers, be careful out there. You can trip. We'll see you in the next one, guys. Take care. Hey.